Hey, hey, welcome to season two, episode nine of Monday State of Mind, brought to you by the Harmony Foundation. My name is Michael Mazel, and I am your host. We are going to continue to talk about community, but today we're taking a little different angle than how I opened up this topic last week with talking about a very personal story. And if you listen to the episode, you know my feels about how I felt about women in recovery and how that has completely revolutionized. Today, I'm sitting in a hotel room. That's right, sitting in a hotel room in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, hanging out with the one, the only Tabitha Miller. Say hello. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm excited to have Tabitha here today because Tabitha and I are actually here at a peer recovery conference that is talking all about resources and community for humans in recovery that might not live in a city. Because let's be real here, there are a lot of us that desire recovery that don't live where there is a lot of resources. And now I will say something about Tabitha. You know, Tabitha is now the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. But more than that, Tabitha also is the co-chair for Treatment Professionals and Alumni Services for Colorado. Tabitha is connected. Tabitha lives and breathes recovery resources. And so Tabitha, what's good? We're here at a conference in Glenwood. What's going on? I just want to say that there is no better way to start my morning than with some Michael energy. This is just a pleasure. I want to say thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to talk about community and talk about community that might be harder for some people because they live in smaller towns. So I think that this is such a good topic. So this is for you. If you live in a place where there aren't as many recovery resources, COVID gave us virtual meetings. Yes. COVID was a gift. You guys, I know for a lot of you are like, I can't believe you're saying that. I will say for recovery, especially for people in recovery, COVID was a gift. It was a huge gift because I remember when I got out of treatment in 2010, they would say online meetings aren't meetings. Those old timers were the first people to jump on Zoom meetings when COVID happened because Uh they need community, right? So people recognize you can still get community. You can still get value out of virtual platforms, which is so cool, right? It is a game changer. And I will also say pre-COVID, pre-virtual meetings, a lot of people didn't get sober or didn't seek sobriety in rural areas because there was no hope. Well, they thought there was no hope for their recovery because they were like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? The closest meeting is two hours away and I don't have a car. And then COVID came, virtual meetings blew up. And I will say that hope was inserted. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Oh, well, absolutely. One of the biggest things about having the disease of addiction is I'm all alone. These virtual communities help plug us into people all over the world. Like we get to find people that are just like us. So 
I mean, people have been doing it for ages with other like cancer survivors and other people that, you know, maybe raising autistic children, they found community online mm -hmm. and now we were just a little late to the game, but we, we found it too. You know, addicts and alcoholics are usually a little late to the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy. So not only do we have Zoom meetings, there are many other platforms out there as well. Yes. So one of the cool things that we use at Harmony is called our Harmony Hub. It's the hub. It's the hub. It's in a smart app that you can put on your smartphone. It's basically like Facebook, but way cooler. Way cooler. And it's all about recovery. So it's a way for people to share their hobbies. It's a way for people to connect with one another, to share their families, to share when they're struggling. It's just another way to reach out without having to sit in an hour long Zoom meeting. Mm -hmm. You can connect on your time. Yes. Love it. There's also online communities like blogs. I know She Recovers is a really great resource. You can just go and share your story. Can I share three tips, okay, Michael? Like, you know, three tips, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, you know, three musketeers, like ABC, one, two, three, let's do it. I like direction. So <laughs> I thought everybody else might as well. I wanted to give you guys some successful tips on how to make the most out of these virtual communities. Mm -hmm. Number one, you ready for it, Michael? Let's do it. All right, number one, show up. <sighs> show up. Show up. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have to do. When you're on Zoom meetings, turn on your camera. Let people see your face, right? Yeah. Let people get to know you. Share. I know it can be anxiety provoking, but you have to share who you are, what you're going through to let people get to know you. Yeah. So if it's a app, post pictures, show us your dogs, show us your garden. Show us where you're going for vacation. We want to see it. We want to get to know you. So show up, show us who you are. Uh, that is step number one. And that's what a gift, right? Because yeah. it's one thing to be able to show up on a Zoom meeting. But then if you guys like, especially if you're not a Harmony alum and you're not on the Harmony Hub, like Tabitha said, there are a plethora of other sobriety apps that you can join that doesn't mean that you have, that the requirement is that you're a Harmony alum. But the point that Tabitha just made about posting photos and posting who you are, when you do that, you are building connection because you're like, hey, I'm showing a piece of you that you would probably see in real life, but because we're not in real life, we're, we're virtual, I'm going to show this with you and maybe somebody else has the same hobby. Yeah, that's you have to interact if you want to get the most out of these apps. Okay, ready for number two? Oh, let's go with number two, baby. Number two, be consistent. Oh, consistency. That's the most horrible thing for an alcoholic in recovery. <laughs> I know we're like, I did that one time. It didn't work. One right? and done, baby. We're done. We're cured. Okay, out the door. <laughs> out the door. No, you have to be consistent. You have to keep posting. You have to keep coming back. If your meeting is every Tuesday, show up every Tuesday. Yeah. Just being that familiar, consistent face, you guys, that's how you build community over and over and over again. Time takes time, right? Yeah. And to build relationships, relationships take time. Yeah. So be consistent. And then, you know, you're having a bad week or a bad day and you don't show up. Those people are going to be like, where's Sally? She's not here. 
So they're going to come find you. Dude, and I love that you said that, Tabitha, because let me tell you guys, I got sober seven years ago before there was a lot of virtual. And when I was consistently showing up to meetings and showing face, and then if I wasn't there, people, because I was in small town Telluride, Colorado, people knew where my house was on Main Street. And if I didn't show up, do you know who was knocking on my door? someone from the meetings to be like, Hey, are you okay? That can be transcribed onto online meetings. If you show up to the same meetings, like Tabitha is saying, you show up, they get to know you. You maybe even dropped your phone number in there. And if you don't show up, they're going to text you because that is how community is. We are here for each other for recovery. We're in it together, not alone. I love that you said that tabs. That was just Gold, baby, straight gold. Okay, sorry, keep going. It takes time to get to know each other, right? I can remember I was invited to a meeting at a woman's house. And I remember I showed up. I was like, I don't know what this is. Is this a 12-step meeting? Like, there was food. They were serving all kinds of, like, dips. I don't know. It was (laughs) odd. It was weird. But I just kept showing up. And these women became my family. We got to walk with each other through new houses, through deciding whether or not they were going to have a child, through graduations, through divorce, through all kinds of life stuff. And I wouldn't have gotten to experience that if I wouldn't have continued to show up. Yeah. So you ready for three? Three, baby. We're on number three. (laughs) Whoop, 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 whoop. Step three. So step three is giving back. Oh, giving back. That's how you become a part of, right? Use your gifts, your talents, and put them towards whether it be that group, that app, that blog. There are so many ways to get involved, so many ways to give back. I love that you said this tip number three, because I will say when I opened up this topic of community in my first episode, Tabitha, I talked about giving back and being of service. And what I said about that was by supporting others, text or call another alcoholic addict every single day. Like that is us being of service, getting out of our heads and saying, Hey, how are you doing that being of service piece? It's like, if you're on zoom meetings and they need someone to open the meeting, you say, Hey, I will open the meeting and let people in. And just like you said, the volunteer piece, the blogs, like share your story, share your experience, strength, and hope, because that is how people get off of their bathroom floors who have been puking all night saying foxhole prayers, like God, don't let me do this again. They read something that you wrote that is personal and they can relate. Ah, so good. Yeah. And even if you don't have a story to share, giving back could be just giving a supportive comment to somebody. It could be, Hey, I'm thinking about you today. That's service. That's being involved. Right. So there's so many ways you can share the meeting. You can share your story. You can give out your phone number. That's really how we become a part of. Yeah. Even in person, that's how this thing works. Right. I was going to a meeting for a whole year and I was like, I went to my sponsor. I was like, nobody knows my name. Nobody knows me. And she's like, do you have a service position? I was like, no, you know, like a good (laughs) sponsor. Right. So I took the coffee position and by being of service, I took ownership of that meeting. I wanted to show up. I knew they needed me. So the same goes for virtual and these online platforms. Yeah. So step one, two, three, baby, show up, be consistent and get involved, volunteer. Yeah. You guys like 
there are so many ways to allow virtual to feel just as special as in person. What I'll also add really quick before Tabs and I wrap this up is that sometimes I will even, I'll add the caveat that sometimes I think that deeper, more intimate connections can happen virtually. And I say that because sometimes when you are on virtual, if any of you guys show up to meetings that are in another state, maybe it's another country. Like I went to Zoom meetings in Ireland, well, you know, in Ireland in quotations and in COVID. And I got to meet some really rad humans. And there's a level of safety that I will say happens for people when you're not in the same town, but you are going through the same thing and they meet you and they can text you and they know that they're not going to run into you or you're not going to run into their wife or their husband or their kiddos in the pickup line, that people feel more empowered to share. And that was even, even in COVID, I go, I, you know, I went to in-person meetings, but I met people that I was like, wow, I can share some really intimate things with you because like you're far away, I'm over here. And wow, is it a gift to feel safe in being able to say what I need to say? I mean, what are your thoughts on that tabs? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought it up because these are real ways to build relationships. Yes. What I've seen, I've seen people that for two years, all they knew each other was virtual. Yes. And their relationships became so strong that they take trips. They take trips to go visit each other. I mean, what? Right. And they get together and they've never met in person, but they feel like they've known each other for years. So these supports can transfer to real life in-person relationships. One other thing too is, I don't know about you guys, but I suffered from anxiety a lot. Social anxiety when I first got sober. Oh, you should see her today, 10 years later in a crowd. It's <laughs> so funny. But no, people scared me. And going to events was like so anxiety provoking. I wish that I had the virtual option. Just get to know people from the comfort of my own couch. So I've seen tons of our alumni get to know each other virtually online. They might not have ever wanted to come to a picnic or a game night but they do, they go knowing that there's going to be a familiar face. Yeah. And it is the coolest thing when they run into each other and they're like, I only came today because I knew I had a friend, a friend I hadn't met in person. Oh, you guys got like goosebumps. That just gives me the chills. Oh, so if you're listening to this and you know, someone that lives in BFE in a hut with one blinking light above their bed and internet, and they feel no hope, I hope that you guys now have a little bit after what tabs has dropped and what I've been able to contribute with this because man, you guys, it's powerful. Online meetings are powerful. It's an option. Yes, we do recover and we've been given a whole new avenue. No matter where we are, Yeah. no matter where we go, we can find and connect to our people. Uh, you guys, there you have it. I love this episode. Oh my gosh. Holy moly. Do I love this. And Tabitha, I am so grateful for you. What a gift. Thank you so much for having me back. It's a lot more fun to talk about this than grief. I meant to mention that in the beginning. I'm like, Tabitha Miller has been on Monday State of Mind before, but I will say she talked about grief. And yes, this is much more fun to talk about. What Tabitha talked about with grief was just moving and monumental. So check out that episode if you have a hot minute. So you guys, this is how we do. We kick butt, we take names, we slay dragons, we provide resources for all of you so that you have 
like I said, zero excuses, zero excuses not to find community. We just provided that zero excuses, goose egg, donut, bagel hole. Okay. No excuses. Whoop, 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 do whoop, whoop, whoop. All right. And that's a wrap on episode nine. So before we part ways, we, I'm going to say we, because Tabitha and I both work for Harmony. We both want to remind you that help is available. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance, please reach out to the Harmony Foundation at 970-586-4491. Just remember that together we build better humans. We'll see you next week. 